into advertising is not easy. It takes skill, passion, and downright luck. Sometimes it can beat you down. We've all had our fair share of rejections and ghostings. I acknowledge the hard work we all have and we all will go through. But now I proudly present to you a breath of fresh air, a beam of shining hope, Zach Wright. He's a USC business alum currently working as a strategist at 72 and Sunny in LA, where he and his team are just finishing up their Super Bowl ad for Indeed. Now, since you're listening to this way after the Super Bowl, DM me what you honestly thought about the Indeed commercial that aired in the first quarter. Our Instagram account is entering ad. Now, in this episode, we talked Super Bowl creativity, the beauty of working at 72 and Sunny, the MAPE program, stalking LinkedIn accounts, and more in about 30 minutes. Please head to our Instagram at EnteringAd to see Zach's recommended resources and to connect with him. This is a smooth episode loaded with excellent storytelling and advice, and I can't wait for you to listen. And now this is the Breaking and Entering Advertising Podcast, and I am your accomplice, Gino Schellenberger. Kick it, Mikey. Zach Wright, welcome to the Breaking and Entering Podcast. How are you doing at this exact hour? We're on a Friday right now. How are you feeling? Uh, in this exact hour on this exact Friday, I am doing really, really well. I'm excited for Super Bowl Sunday. Obviously, a, a, a moment for for our our, our, our industry, mm-hmm. um, but also really ecstatic to be here. Yeah, that's a good point. The Super Bowl is coming up. Uh, while they're listening, they probably it will be past the Super Bowl. The commercials will be finalized, which ones their favorite were. Um, and so maybe you can talk about do you. Does 72 and Sunny have a little bit of work going on? With uh, we actually do. And I may or may not have worked on the Super Bowl ad. So uh, excited to get into that. Cool. Cool. So, uh, Zach, you, like we said here, you work at 72 and sunny in Los Angeles. You are a creature of warmth. We talked about before this, cause I'm from Chicago, how cold it is, but tell us about like what you're doing at 72 and sunny, your role and like who you are. Yeah. So yeah, I am, uh, currently a mid-level brand strategist at 72 LA. Um, previously I've worked on Tinder. I've worked on our smart water account. I've, I'm currently working on indeed the job website. Um, obviously, you know, everyone works on a ton of new business pitches. Um, so, you know, I've been, I've been able to touch a lot of different things. Uh, had a lot of great opportunities, got to do some pretty cool, uh, big projects. Like I just said, uh, we we were working towards a Super Bowl ad for indeed, which will be airing, uh, Sunday. So I, yeah, I couldn't, I couldn't say anything more than 72 has treated me well. Nice. Nice. So the, do you know when the indeed ad will run in the Super Bowl? What part? Yeah. Uh, I know it's in quarter one, so okay. I know this really? is airing, but yeah, quarter one, keep your eyes mm-hmm. out. Um, and you know, obviously with any Super Bowl ad, it'll probably be running for a bit after the Super Bowl as well. So you should, you should, and everyone should be able to see kind of the work that we created for them. 
Nice, nice. Super excited. And um, I mean, what's it like working on a Super Bowl commercial? How I mean, how stressful is it? I mean, were you pretty integral in that process? Give us the rundown with that. Yeah. So, I mean, I'll, I'll kind of start from the beginning. Indeed was a relatively new business form for us at 72. I think, you know, we signed all the paperwork back in November. Um, and with initial pitch work, you know, they, we, we pitched some, some ideas and then this one that just really stood out, I guess I heard from either like this came directly from the CMO or the CEO. He looked at that piece of work and was like, no, that needs to go on the Super Bowl. Like we need to put that on the biggest stage as, as possible. I don't know. They just fell in love with, with uh, a concept that we had. And so, you know, coming out of November, you know, warming up to each other, kind of trying to feel each other out and then. You know, it's, it, it, they ask us immediately to do this huge project. Totally not expecting that. Um, so it was all guns ablazing. We had to get this together. We had to make sure the script was perfect. They also wanted to do um, an activation um, in, in tandem with the spot that we are going to launch on Super Bowl. So we had to figure that out. We had to kind of mobilize our social team at 72 to get something that would be kind of, you know, uh, attract a little bit of attention on Twitter. Um, but yeah, I would have to say, you know, November, December, we had a, luckily a little bit of a break, but then come back on January, we really hit the ground, uh, running with, 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 with Indeed. They've been really, really great. And they wanted to do something big. This is their first time advertiser for Super Bowl, So they needed to, wow. you know, show up and, and, and put those, those dollars to work. Interesting. Interesting. So it started off with that initial pitch, like right back in November, that concept that you got to, you guys might've. Uh, showed them they said hold up we need to do this at the super bowl and then you guys have been working on it ever since exactly yeah i don't know they just i guess fell in love with it and wow they want home run they wanted to go big they wanted to say they wanted to literally air this on the biggest day of advertising possible which was really exciting for us i mean not even just for like the monetary reasons it's just like getting you know good work out there um for millions of people to see i mean that's everyone's kind of mo and advertising yeah and i think 72 i know 72 and sunny is one of those is is one of the like big agencies that everybody should have on their radar right now it's been awarded heavily you guys are doing super bowl commercials i mean it's a large agency in la it's like i mean everybody probably listening in our little network knows about it but um what i want to get in the in from you is your take on 72 and sunny you've been in a couple agencies and i i need uh some details on what you do exactly on these client uh projects so yeah how, whatever you want to take that okay yeah uh so like i said i'm in strategy at 72 so you know we're cracking the brief writing the you know insights that are going to the that are going to guide the creative mm -hmm. um we're kind of also just kind of you know advisors to the creative as so as the people who are supposed to be totally on top of the direction the creative is supposed to be going in the kind of you know beats we have to hit the important messaging that indeed needs to you know make an appearance in the the spot so we we are almost a little bit of the uh the the little box checkers if you know yeah. like there's a list of things that needs to be accomplished in this spot and it's our job to make sure that that that's done um and so yeah i i think it's been great i think obviously because we went into the pitch um having the spot for the most part already cracked 
it's been uh, a lot of the work has been on the other side of that with the social activation. But of course, you know, when they said, let's make this into a Super Bowl ad, we went back. We went back to the script and tried to make it as perfect as possible. Right. Because we, we had no idea this was going to be seen by, you know, now tens of millions of people. Incredible. Incredible. And are you solely working on this client or are you juggling a couple different clients right now in your in your role? Yeah, uh, definitely not uncommon to juggle a couple different yeah. accounts, but given just the magnitude of this this project, yeah, definitely been heads down and on Indeed focusing all our efforts, the very long days uh, to mm -hmm. make sure that, you know, come Sunday, everything's perfect. And what about 72 and Sunny? It makes you guys so great, so creative and alluring to uh, aspiring advertisers. You know, I think with 72, and I know this might sound cliche um, in our industry, but like created creativity is kind of really at the forefront. Um, but, you know, in addition to that, I think what I found with 72, it's a really collaborative um, agency, meaning that when we're, write, when we're writing strategy, for example, it's not uncommon to kind of pull in the creatives and say, hey, this is kind of where we're heading. Is this creatively inspiring? Would you guys like react to this in a positive way if tomorrow we were to present this to you? And then vice versa, when the creatives are in creative development, they come to us and are like, hey, this is still on strategy, right? Or, you know, hey, the clients, you know, you've, you've, you've met with the clients here and there now. Would they like this? Do you think they'd respond good to this? I think it's all about that collaboration, that open communication and making sure that everyone feels involved at all steps. Like just, you know, when we pass it on, when we write the creative brief, we brief the creatives. That's not the end of our day. That's not like, okay, see you later, pass the baton. No, it's kind mm -hmm. of, you know, we're still very much in the weeds with creatives um, and of course account and production. So I think the collaboration aspect of 72, the fact that, you know, everyone ha can be a, can unlock the creative idea. Everyone can have a good insight. Um, that's what really fosters a really creative um, environment. How many people work at 72 and Sunny and how many people are on, on your team for Indeed? Boy, uh, LA, you know, obviously not having been back in the agency for a while, I think it's yeah. hovering around 150. Oh, good. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it, it, it's definitely, it's the largest agency within the 72 network. We have five agencies around the world, but yeah, LA is by far the biggest. Um, and then in, in terms of the Indeed team, uh, strategy, I can specifically say there's three of us, me uh, as a mid-level, and then two directors, one a brand director, the other a comms director. And then of course we have, you know, our executive strategy directors who obviously manage all the accounts. So he'll pop in here and there to make sure we're on track. The total yeah, team is hovering around 10 to 12. So, I mean, it's not the biggest team, but I think we're, you know, small but mighty. Yeah, absolutely. I think that's really impressive. I recall at a AAF uh, conference in New York pre-pandemic, there was a speaker. There was like, a, there were breakout rooms and uh, 72 and Sunny was one of them. I forgot the other agencies. And they all had different uh, speakers from different departments. And I remember looking at our advisor, Steve Hall, and he like looked at me. He's like, get in the 72 and sunny room ASAP. Like, what are you doing? I was like looking at the other room like, oh, I like account. He's like, you need to be looking at the 72 and sunny room. That agency is a shit. Yeah, I, you know, funnily enough, I shared that exact sentiment when I was in college. Like, I knew 
you know, I think I'm, it's not uncommon. Like I wanted to go to 72 or I wanted to go to Whiten. <laughs> like yeah, I was yeah. really aiming for these. You made it. I, I was lucky. I have to say, I, I really, you know, I was lucky. It's, it's hard, you know, especially given now the pandemic, it's, internships, jobs are far and few between. But yeah, I think that excitement as going into an agency that is just known for the creativity mm -hmm. um, was something that was alluring. Like I, and I, I had the opportunity to talk to a couple of 72 people beforehand too, before I got into the doors and just the words they were saying, the testimonials of working at 72, mm -hmm. all positive, you know, all exciting, all just uh, you know, repeating the same things about like creativity, about the way we work here. Um, you know, so I yeah. immediately was was like, somebody choose it. Well, this is huge because you, you, this 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 transitions really nicely into like how you broke into the industry. Um, so you graduated from USC, uh, Southern California, which is like one of my dream schools. If I didn't go to U of I, I mean, if I could have gone out, out of state, I would have picked that number one. Um, really cool school. Will Farrell went there. Um, another, uh, and they have a really good cinema program and like cool, like arts program. Anheim is the journalism school, I believe. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Maggie Suska, I interviewed, she was alum, alumni, alumnus there. Um, but let's break it down. Like, so you from college, like to when you first got your real advertising first internship or those big moments in your career break those down for us we're we're, we're listening in the eyes of we want to do what you're doing you're at a you're at 72 and sunny making super bowl ads break it down how you got there please. okay i'll do the best i can uh yep went to usc here in la actually you know i majored in business so i had no idea that i wanted to go into advertising for at least you know the first year freshman year I thought I wanted to go into entertainment business because like you said, USC has a pretty good cinema school. So I was like, oh, perfect. I'll merge business and entertainment. Quickly discovered that was not the route for me. Um, so I had to kind of pivot. I had a mentor uh, in college who was actually working at an agency at the time um, in strategy. And he knew that I was kind of interested in, in something merging business and creativity. Didn't know exactly what yet, but that was my goal. Um, he, yeah, like I said, worked at an agency, came back to me and was like, Hey Zach, I don't know if you've heard advertising is an industry. It's really creative. It has the business component, you know, at, at the very least look into it. Nice. So of course I look into it. I almost like, it's like when you, it's like that moment you meet like the love of your life. It's like you, I looked into it. I kind of like learned more about it. And then I was like, Holy moly. Like where, why was I, where was this the whole time? Like, mm. this is kind of exactly what I wanted to do. Felt really good about it. The next step for me was, okay, let's get an internship. Let's try it out. Who knows? You know, on paper, it could be great. If I go in there and I hate it, then, you know, at least I tried. So then the goal was internships, 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 try to make it through, you know, as many as I could because, you know, it's, it's good experience, but also you get paid. So as a college student, that's always helpful. Um, or at least for the most part, you get paid. I know there's still some internships, which I yeah. have a point about. You that. should be getting paid. Don't the yeah. unpaid internships are a crime. Oh my god! Don't get me started on that. But um, yeah, so internship or intern as much as possible. Like I said, lucky to you know had made you know a small round through a, a couple different agencies. Like I said, um, you know RPA was a great place to start. They totally took care of me. Um, you know I was a new baby 
really like I didn't know anything. So they were really, really helpful in that regard. Made my way to uh, the MAPE inter- or MAPE fellowship, um, which was great because this was kind of opening doors for people of color who, you know, historically haven't had many doors open to them. Luckily got into New York. program. Yeah, phenomenal, phenomenal program. program. Right. So you apply for that? I mean, I, I didn't do that. So, I mean, how do you, how does that work? You apply to that through, what is, is that through its own entity or AAF? So it's actually through four A's. Four A's. Um, yep. Yeah, four A's. So they, you know, I think the applications come out sometime in the fall. I want to say like, like September. You send your resume, you do a couple of essays, you get a letter of rec- a couple of letter of recommendations. Mm-hmm. You know, you do an interview or two, and then it's kind of a, it's like it's like football itself. You are kind of recruited. You don't know what agency you're, you're technically applying for. You're just applying right. to get into the fellowship. The general, yeah. Right. Uh, so then I think in February, you get matched with an agency. So Literally cool. no idea. It's, it's, it's so cool. Yeah, it's pretty, it's, it's pretty exciting. I mean, I, I can't lie that that day where you find out your heart is pumping the whole day. Yeah. You know, that's your summer right there. Yeah. So yeah. Um, luckily got into a place called Zenith Media uh, in New York. You know, I had never experienced media, so I was open to it. Mm-hmm. You know, I found out it wasn't for me. But I was happy that I did it. I was happy I got to go to New York. I was happy to meet so many people through the fellowship. Um, so I, I have I have nothing but you know a positive experience in that place. Well, well media, I'm sure media strategy being uh, exposed to that early, I bet you that's helped you tremendously at 72 and Sunny today. I would argue getting experience in any discipline is it helpful. Just getting yeah. knowledge you know, what account does, what creatives do, obviously, what production does can just like open your eyes and really make you appreciate the people who are also in it with you. Cause like you can, I mean, it's easy to get tunnel vision, right? It's easy to say I'm a strategist. So what matters is strategy, but that's not going to help you. Like I said, I think what makes places great is collaboration is understanding is working together. Um, so the more empathy, the more understanding you can have for your, your, your colleagues, the better. Um, so yes, to your point, I was really excited to get experience and exposure to media. It has helped out. Did not, yeah, like I said, didn't, didn't, wasn't a fit for me, yeah. but I'm happy to have had the, the opportunity. And, you know, it's another thing to put on my resume to get other internships that right. you know, are the fit for me. And that's what exactly year were you on that? I was, uh, that Going was into your, junior year senior year it was the summer after my junior year oh good good that's a big one yes that's a, that's a good that's a good one because that's gonna really set you up for your you know that's the one that's yeah, yeah. so I, didn't ha- I had a small one my junior year because we are next blew up and i <laughs> like the the my sophomore year summer uh it was pretty simple like i i just applied and i got in at publicis and then next that that next year, like everybody was competition and it flooded the gates. It was good, but yeah. I couldn't, I couldn't break in that, that, that junior year summer. Yeah, no, it's, it's not easy really. It, mm-hmm. it, advertising, I would say, you know, is an industry of connections. Like you really need to know someone to kind of yeah. get, your, especially those, those top tier agencies where everyone yeah. is applying. Like that's what I was applying for too. I was like, Oh, I want Leo Burnett and like yeah. in Chicago. I was like, I can't <laughs> realistically, I would have spent all my time on one big one. I should have dispersed and strategized better diversified. 
Right. Yeah. I think, you know, a lot of people kind of go, they, they shoot their shot. You never know. Hey, yeah, maybe yeah. an interview at the very least, you get to make a connection and maybe mm. next you apply again and that can, you know, turn yeah. into something real, whatever. Yeah. But, but yeah. Back so, to you. Back to you. <laughs> no. Didn't um, so, so, Yep. Uh, didn't, wasn't the fit. Okay. Let's reor. let's re-strategize. Mm. Um, I actually met someone through MAPE who her fellowship was at BBHLA. And I was obviously living in LA. I was like, BBH is a great firm. Huge. Well, can you connect me? Can you connect me at the very least? Kate got connected. They had a you know fall internship, which is pretty rare. Literally died. I was like, that's perfect. That is oh exactly, nice. Yeah, that was exactly what I was looking for. And secured that luckily. And then that was my real, you know taste of brand strategy and it was almost like it was like love at first sight i was like yep this is what i want to do this is For what a i fall want. internship i i know i was shocked too they're not common really truly i was very shocked well, you they... were going to school you're you're juggling school and how how much were you working in this fall internship how is that geez i think i was working i know i was working all day friday and then half days wednesdays and mondays um okay. i have no many i have no idea how many hours that is but yeah, it adds up. Yeah, that's it. It was good experience, regardless. Something added my resume, get that exposure, um, and then also solidify like, yep, strategies for me, which is a big win in my book. Yeah, no, you you figured it out, and then you so highlight how you got that connection. Who was that again? Uh, so her name is uh, Katrina. Um, I she was another Mape fellow at the time. And at the end of MAPE, we all kind of come to New York. We do this big ceremony, whatever. You get Dude, to meet yeah. all of the other, you know, MAPE fellows from different cities. Um, I had saw that she had worked at BBH. I had saw that BBH was hosting an internship. So you put two and two together. I was like, yep. hey, Katrina, you know. Nice. Hook me up, please. I didn't know yeah. her either. I just kind of like, sh like I said, sh yeah. shot my shoot. I don't know. Yeah. Um, but uh it worked out and I'm obviously still very thankful to her for that. Um, but I mean, it kind of just goes back to this, this idea that, you know, it's not surprising. This is no, this is not new news, but like networking is invaluable, invaluable in this, this, this industry. You, you, and like this, all the story also goes to show, I got this connection through a, a peer. This wasn't someone who was higher than me, right? Like this was not a senior strategist, a, you know, CSO, like this was of another mate fellow who was just starting her career as well. And it turned into something. So I think that's something to just keep in mind as, you know, people kind of try to get through the doors that peer people who are like on your level, one le uh, level over you, those are just as valuable connections as anyone. I like that. And I think that is, that is true. And I have evidence to prove it on this podcast, the, the higher the highest episode, highest listened episodes are the people that are two, three years out. The older they are, even the more senior titles I have on this show don't really rack in as many listeners because I think people want to connect. You know, they're in the same, like, they were in a similar boat a couple of years ago, and they, I think they can get more directly out of somebody two to three years, like, or better relationships. Right. And I mean, the title of your podcast kind of sums it up breaking into the industry is probably one of the hardest parts if not the hardest part mm -hmm. like it's really hard to get into that door but once you get your your foot in you know then it's a little bit easier but yeah getting that 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 first step is kind of the 
the challenge. Uh, and that's where I, I cannot, you know, plug. We are next enough. You, yep. I know you had Natalie Kim on, on, yep. um, if you're really truly trying to get that insight of how do I break in as a young person, mm-hmm. I can't, I can't. That should be, more. that should be, um, muscle memory at this point. Yeah. You know, yep. if you're a student, and you, even if you're a freshman listening, I don't know if we have freshmen listening. I didn't, I didn't take advantage of those, uh, those resources until like my junior year when it, it, and it, once again, it kind of really blew up my junior year, but, uh, I mean, the earlier, the better, right? The sooner Absolutely. you start all this, maybe you get a small internship in your hometown. Like that's still, that counts. But, um, so your, so advice now, I want to take these last eight or so minutes to really hammer in advice you and I had more. So you had the luxury of networking in person and going to New York to the MAPE event and, you know, shaking hands right Right. now, not the same situation. We're starting to get, when I started this podcast, it was more of a shock to people, but now people are starting to get the zoom culture, but now in your take, what can, can what can students be doing today in the virtual world to better their chances to break in? What's the advice that you have? All right. So I am a little embarrassed to say this, but I love LinkedIn. I love Me LinkedIn. Too. And the reason I love LinkedIn is because not only you get to obviously connect with people, but you get to see their journey to where they got, right? And so I can't tell you how many times I have literally stalked countless strategy you know people senior strategists mid-levels juniors to you know cso's of, of of huge agencies because not only do you see their work experience you see the other things that they've done that has helped them like i found out about mape through stalking someone on linkedin i found out about you know uh, i've done another thing called legrand through stalking someone through linkedin like don't just look at their work experience, scroll down and do like, I don't know what it's called, like other organizations or like honors or whatever, like look at that because if they did it more likely than not, that's going to be applicable to you as someone who is young, who's starting out, you know, and, and through those like extra things, like a MAPE fellowship, like, you know, a scholarship thing, like a networking event, that's where you get the doors or you, you, like you said, you, or you open the doors and you shake the hands and you, are able to make the connections that will allow you to at least get an interview or something like that. It's like a benchmark. Like so you, you find the people that you want to be like, and it's yep. okay to emulate them, you know, and see what they did in their path. I, I did that with Armando. Do you know Armando yes. Sanchez? Yeah, of course I do. That's my guy. <laughs> yep. Yep. He's a weird next guy too. So uh, yeah, that's what I did with him. And so stock the, stock the LinkedIn, see what they're doing and, you know, do it. Right. Know, look into those things. Yeah, and I think, you know, another thing that I have kind of been seeing around, and I think I think just like by virtue of being in a creative industry, is, you know, if you're applying to these internships, if you are applying for anything, really, um, I always try to stand out. And I know that's cliche, but I think that really when... Look, I, lo- I work on Indeed and we're, we're doing a lot of research in the job market. And one thing that we've learned is that people, the people who are hiring are getting inundated with resumes right now because, you know, jobs are so far and few be- between, you know, those that are actually hiring are just getting swamped. Likely, likely 
you know, your resume may get lost in the mix and no one wants that. So what I've done, which, you know, I sometimes works, sometimes does it, but you put your best foot forward is like, I have made, you know, onboarding decks for myself based on the account that, you know, I would like to work on or what the job posted is for to just show that I have initiative. I've seen people, I think one thing that recently happened was like people Venmo requesting creative yeah, director $50,000 for high dive. The, the uh, like, you know, who knows if that's going to work, but you, it gets their name etched in their brain and that's yeah. the best you can do, right? Like it's, you can't control what their hiring process is like, but what you can control for them, you know, for the most part is getting your name out there and that's already going to put you ahead. So I think put in the extra, you know, hour to make a deck, make something yeah. like huge. Yeah, just just get you the, the Spotify resume I saw like went viral. Is somebody was applying to Spotify and they took like this the homepage and transferred it to like a resume. So like all the cue cards on the homepage and it's so cool. Like it's in the great. I mean, it, look, like that's so cool. That's so fun. And yeah. guess what? Like we're in the creative industry. Like yeah. that's what our jobs are day to day in and day out. It's making cool. You know, disruptive is a big word right now. Mm -hmm. Shit, like that is the fun th part about our job is we get to do these crazy things. So kind of show that from the get go. Um, and I, I swear, like, it's paid. It's paid dividends. You know, it's it's annoying to put in the work in the in, in the upfront, but you never know. Get just even that might even be enough to get an interview, and that's a huge win by itself. Nice. And then you just gotta be yourself and rock it. And then you be yourself and you rock it. That's as best as you can do from there. Like, and yeah. Hey, that, if you don't get it from with that, maybe that place wasn't, you know, a match. Well, it's their loss. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. You gotta have confidence that you are valuable goods. <laughs> That's right. Right. And um, so you did some, you've done research on uh, the job market and even people within strategy, right? Um, do you have off the top of your head, like some resources or, uh, websites, podcasts, anything, and we'll list these out on the Instagram at entering ad on Instagram. But anything now, like people, I mean, you you seem like a really smart guy. Anything that you follow, you want to recommend? Yeah. Oh boy. Uh, you know, I is this gonna help you directly? No. But is it good at good advertising entertainment that makes you more kind of acquainted with the industry? And you know, you can pull in a zinger or two in an interview that makes you kind of like like or the interview like you a little bit more. Yeah, so I, I, I think, you know, there's this Dong Draper guy on Twitter who is just hilarious. Yep. He has yep. so many good insights about the advertising industry. And, you know, the more you can just feel like you're familiar with the, the industry, the more you're likely to perform in an interview, just kind of even in, in coffee chats, uh, you know, just uh, establishing that rapport with with whoever you're, you're, or you're talking mm -hmm. to. I think, you know, uh, there was like this one TikTok. I, you know, I, I saw, yeah, you sent me that and I was yeah. watching that. I like that one. It's like, make it fun. Don't make What's it called. It's called, uh, something like things about advertising or something. Hold on. Um, Hold on. stuff about that. advertising. I think it is stuff about advertising. Yeah. It, it's just like, you know, don't make learning about advertising homework, make it fun. <laughs> yes. Yes. And the TikTok, I've been on it for hours nowadays and just scrolling past that it makes it so much easier and it helps 
Exactly. Like, I don't, I'm not a believer in, okay, let's go to this bland website and read all about advertising or mm. watch Mad Men. I know it's a little outdated and, you know, mm. the industry's changed a lot, but you get a good grasp of where, you know, the roots of our industry came from. You know, yeah. make it, don't feel like you have to do all it's this like research. Homework. Yeah. Yeah. So cool. I think also, you know, if you're going to be a strategist, I would say, just keep up with what is going on in the world. That is so important. Like, make sure you're well-versed in culture because that is kind of a part of our job. It's just to make sure we know what's going on. Yeah. Yeah, I think like the New York Times has like a dollar like per week subscription for students. Look into those student subscriptions, you know, st stay updated on the world and that will help you. So we'll get your, your other resources you'll that was a sneak peek go to the our instagram at at entering ad to follow zach and to see those resources but from now for now can people go to your linkedin you said you love linkedin can they reach out to you and uh, connect is that okay that is a okay i welcome that in fact cool well zach thank you very much for coming on the podcast i have no further questions but you've been great super helpful super poll coming up we'll talk about that next week but thanks zach of course thank you thank you all for listening to this entire episode of the breaking and entering advertising podcast i hope you enjoyed this week's guest make sure you go and connect with them on linkedin tell them that breaking and entering sent you now, thank you to Mikey Malarkey, our audio technician, and Buchan Zhang, our creative director, as well as the student team from the Midnight Oil Agency at the University of Illinois. Can't do it without you all. Thank you very much. We will see you all next week with another amazing guest.